You ever watch an old classic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what? Like a like a old movie that's just like a classic movie. Like It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, like that, that's what I'm talking about. You, yeah. ever, you ever watch like an old The Sound classic? of Music. Yeah. When it comes to Christmas time, it's like it's all the old classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rudolph and like. Which, by the way, let's just top. Let's start with the top of for our my age bracket. The classics, of course, are Home Alone and Home Alone Two. Yep. Okay. Then we're going Elf. Yeah. It's it. it it's like those three are like they're going to get watched every year. Yes. They, without without question, like Polar Express is probably in there for us as well. Yeah. Mm. But if I miss it this year, it's not like. Wait, we didn't watch Polar Express. It would Same. never happen where we had a Christmas and we didn't watch Home Alone. Yeah, in order for us to feel like it's Christmas, we have to watch at least those three movies. I mean, that was like on Thanksgiving break. We're watching Home Alone already. Yes. Yeah, Home yeah. Alone 2, we're saving it for like maybe th- this, this week, week, maybe next week. You know what bit. I mean? We always watch the little, the claymation, little stop motion one. Yeah, great. Chris Kringle, rain, yep. reindeer. Yeah, that's not a surprise coming from you. But anyways... <laughs> um, <laughs> We knew that the what what's the guy's name that makes the uh, night before nightmare before Christmas? Oh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Yeah, we knew you were in the Tim Burton lane. Yeah, for I, sure. Okay, all right, sure. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, I, uh, there you go. It was on brand. But you know, you watch these classics. It reminds me when I was, uh, you know, when I was in Bible college, I um, I used to work at a school for two years, like after school program. Like I ran all the sports, you know. And one afternoon, they played Goonies. For the kids. Classic. And you're watching Goonies, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know Goonies was this bad growing up. Yes. And now you watch it, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, the other night, Julia, God bless her heart, <laughs> this woman of God says, let's watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with the boys. Oh, no. Guys, I I, I should have known when oh, it no. said National Lampoon. Yep. Done. So we're watching this thing. And we're not even two, three minutes into this thing. And I'm like, fast forward, uh, Julia, uh, Julia, it just keeps, it just keeps getting worse. Cause I, yeah, it's like, she's the producer and I'm, I'm asking her to fix this. Uh, Julia, <laughs> you're on a calm. I'm, 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 I don't know if you knew this about me. I'm a man of God. <laughs> we're not, I, I wish you put no vile thing in front of my children's eyes. But do they love it? I'm just kidding. They absolutely loved it. There's a lot of fast forwarding, a lot of lot of. Mute it's pretty buttons. bad. A lot of like la la. It's la, bad. It's pretty bad. It's mm-hmm. not a. You know, Uncle Eddie's funny and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at um, I can't remember what event it was, but they're they're gonna show a a, a a kids show on the projector or kids movie, and someone suggested Sandlot. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, that's that's great. Then I started thinking about there's some scenes there and some, some scenes language in, in Sandlot, Sandlot that okay. is not. Let's calm down. It's Sandlot. Everything's in I love the Sandlot. Sandlot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just it's Benny, it's Squints. You know, it's the yeah. whole it's the whole crew. Squints has a podcast now. Does he That's really? Right, well, let's actually. get him on. Let's get what, him on. What's what's Squints podcast called? Let's uh, plug it real fast. I mean, we we can't plug it. No. Oh, never mind. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> Speaking of Macaulay Culkin, did you see that he got stars fa- star he did. fame? Yes, just in time for Christmas. So too. cool. I just think that's so cool that the mom from the movie was also there, yeah. and he thanked oh, that's her. Cool. I didn't see that. Catherine O'Hara was there. Yeah. Well, you know her name. Well, yeah. Of course, you know. Say, her name. say, say her name again. Catherine O'Hara. She is so perfect She's in that role. Great. I yeah. wouldn't want anybody else. I love her. Imagine if that mom had black hair; would not be the same movie. It was. It's the. It's the ginger red hair uh, yes. in the airport. It's the long. Whoever did costume on that thing. I saw. I saw um, an Instagram that was like, 
the mom was 36 years old in Home Alone 1. Oh, my gosh. And we're, uh, we're all right there. Yeah, th- unbelievable. Like, it's so oh amazing. Man. But what 40 looked like then, this yeah. morning my son literally says to me this morning, he goes, Dad, how does it feel to be 44? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, excuse me? What? Feels pretty awesome, man. How does it feel to be five? <laughs> Okay, if each of you were to accidentally leave a child at home on vacation, which would accidentally get left behind? Maverick. <laughs> yeah, Grayson. This, this is not even a... Not even, yeah. Whoops. Winston would be the first person in the car. Mm. Clive would ask to be carried to the car. <laughs> uh, Maverick, I don't know where he's at. Yeah, Grayson's in the backyard, shirt off but somewhere. I feel like both of them would also survive. They oh, would yeah, do the booby traps. They, they, they that's would exactly pull right. the pranks. They'd be fine. You want to know why? Because they're leaders. Let's go. <laughs> those drum skills uh welcome back everybody to another episode of leadership lean in we're climbing we're climbing up the the, the well hopefully the charts but for sure in the episodes almost 240 that's right you know we're gonna make our way and uh just a quick this, we got to get this out the way guys this is our last pod of 2023 what a year it's been what it a has. year for our nation <laughs> for our province <laughs> for our island our tribe <laughs> Our clan. I don't know. Say else. something, Nate. I'm trying to think of something smaller and smaller. <laughs> <laughs> we are wrapping up the year. It's not Spotify rap. It's leadership lean in rap. Mm. We're getting done with fun. <laughs> and we're going to take a break for a couple weeks. We will be back, though. Like I, I, I tell my kids every time I leave the house. Guys, I'm leaving. But don't you worry. One day, I promise to return. <laughs> Jeez. And they're always like, it's so what? ominous. I'm like, I'm like, guys, I'm walking out this door right now. But by faith, I'll be back. Jeez. <laughs> Sounds like the start of an adventure movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some Indiana Jones. So we will be back, uh, children of the... Uh, of the pod. <laughs> children of the pod. Uh, not children of the corn. Anyway, so uh, we're taking a couple weeks off. We'll be back uh, on the break. We'll be... Uh, Learning a lot. So we, yep. can, so we can talk about it when we so get back. Much. 2024 is going to be the best year of our life. It's going to be the best year of your life. Let's be ready. Let's get excited. New possibilities, new roads, new rivers, new dreams, new things. It's going to be incredible. But we're ending this year. I just, you know, I've been reading Proverbs every day. Mm-hmm. It's part of my challenge uh, for the month of December. If you uh, don't follow along every once in a while, I put out a post saying let's challenge ourselves this month i went back to one of my favorite challenges which is proverb of the day mm-hmm. proverb of the day constantly well oh, let me finish that line real fast okay. proverb is constantly you know challenging us but the proverb of the day is to keep the fool in me away that's right mm-hmm. and being a leader is being marked by wisdom love that like wow that's smart dang that's a good decision wow, you handled that right. That is such a good reply. That is the way to spend your time, energy, you know, uh, 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 investment of money, all that. Like, you just, you can't be a great leader and make a bunch of dumb decisions. Right. Mm -hmm. Greatness to me is connecting the dots between knowledge and application. Mm. I don't just know a lot. The way I show you I know a lot is by do a lot. Yep. The doing is proof that you 
are already in the knowing. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk today around this uh, idea. Dumb things leaders do. Mm. I love it. Because, you know, there's a lot of dumb things that leaders do. And when you do, and we've all been there. Mm. And when you do something dumb, you go, why did I do that? Yeah. Why did I say that? Yeah. It's like every time my wife tries to bait me into a, a, a fight with her, I'm like, why did I follow? <laughs> should have been stronger and just said, you're right. I should have known. I should have known. It was a trap. How do, how do I look? You look amazing. That's yeah. the Pastor only Chad, you <laughs> fall for that? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's an extreme. Pastor Chad. <laughs> it's an extreme example. <laughs> It's an extreme example. I would never. No, come on. But, but man, the dumb, I've seen leaders do, you know, you, you watch people handle crisis or you watch them handle PR. PR, by the mm. way, if you want to be a great leader, we'll just find some PR voices onto internet and watch them break down how the PR uh, companies are handling crisis. Yeah. True. That's one of my favorite things to do is listening to the insights of people that run PR on how to handle bad things. It's right. incredible. It's a, it's incredible. It's a probably it's it's probably my favorite thing to learn about is is PR because you know, you could take a mishap and it, it could cost you a long time. It's yeah, like truly. PR is like the production team at church. You don't if they did a good job, you don't know That's right. what happened. Yeah. That's right. Yep. That's exactly yep. right. So, um, but man, you see some dumb things and I, I would, I want to highlight some because I think it's always good to learn. You don't have to always learn from the right thing. A lot of times you can learn from the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. You yep. know, speaking of Proverbs, he goes, I went by the, the, the young man's uh, house, the young man devoid of understanding. And I watched him through his window. I went by the lazy man's house and I took some notes. Mm -hmm. So you don't always have to learn from, you know, this incredible guru. That's my guru. No, sometimes you can learn from the dumbest thing That's that good. somebody's doing. Hey, we, we're just going to take a quick break uh, before we head into the rest of our podcast. And we want to shout out our sponsors. Uh, look, Overflow, tis the season. Yeah. It's always better to give... Than to than to receive. Receive. I didn't and know if we were saying that together. Or I was not. hoping we'd say it together. Okay. Should we try it again? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep on going because we have a lot to say about overflow, and overflow has allowed more people to give in more innovative and creative ways than ever before. We're talking crypto stocks. We're we're talking about creating avenues for people to give conveniently, like they've never done before. And we just uh, had this at our own church in our own experience. We're customers as mm -hmm. well. We're not just shouting out a product that we don't enjoy. But I'm personally as well, our church and myself, uh, or I use Overflow. And I think it would be a great match for your organization. If you're looking to create donating avenues or fundraising events, Overflow is the platform for you. Head over to overflow.co slash LLI to schedule a demo. Get connected with their team, with their support staff who are just out of this world. I think they're top-notch, world-class level uh, support staff. And they're going to get you set up for everything you need in your context and in your organization for people to give and donate. So check out overflow.co slash LLI. First one, dumb leaders expect people to do what they are unwilling to do. Hmm. How dumb is that? You're asking people to go an extra mile when you won't lift your finger. Yep. Wow. You're asking people to be early when you would never show up early. You're asking people to stay late. You'd never stay late. 
You're asking people to do things. And this, by the way, side note, this is what I love about God. God never asked me to do something he's not willing to do. That's right. Mm-hmm. So the reason why he can tell me to be holy is because he's holy. That's right. So I just love this concept about leadership is that you got to first put a demand on you. Right. Nobody can work harder than you. Right. Nobody can care more than you. Mm-hmm. Nobody can no, Nobody can set the standard like you. You are the standard. You right. are the culture. The culture is not what's on the walls. The culture is what's in your heart. It so gets good. all the way from your heart into your feet and determines the way that you live and the way that you carry yourself. Mm-hmm. So the dumbest leaders I know are always telling people to do stuff they do not do themselves. Yep. Uh-huh. It's, it's how David got in trouble, right? In the time when kings go to war, there you go. Yeah. There you he's, go. He's he's all the soldiers are gone, stuff. and he's alone in the in you know mm-hmm. up to his own devices and so gets in all sorts. Always, of trouble. when you're asking people to do things, first ask yourself, "Am I doing this?" That's mm. good. You know, and I and I I like that because I just think, in a great way, leadership starts with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it really does. It rises and falls on me, so I take ownership there. Right. I'm not I'm not I'm not going like if the team was better, if the team cared more, if the team worked harder, if the team did I gotta look at me. Exactly. Number two, say what they don't mean. Dumb leaders say what they don't mean. Hmm. So they in their it's 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 such a baffling reality for people. They say one thing, but they're concealing another. Mm. So truth is here, how they feel, what they want, their frustrations, their expectations. And I've watched so many leaders talk out of the side of their mouth. Hmm. They say they're going to do this and they say they're going to do it. They have no intention to do that. They have no desire to do that. Or, or they say, so-and-so, I appreciate them so much. And inside, they don't appreciate them at all. Wow. Mm. So, you know... The thing that will put weight on your words is that if you calculate your words, measure them out. So when you use them, they punch. Yeah. They hit. So sometimes I got to be quiet. Just watch. Because I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to say. Because when I speak... I mean it. Yep. It's good. A couple of nights ago, my boys, I, uh, you know, they're go- Sunday night I came home uh, from church, and I, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not really trying to have too much chaos, and they're in chaos. You know, they're, they're about to go to bed, so they're in chaos. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I bring all three of my boys together. Say, hey, listen, let me just tell you something. Dad's done for the day, so I don't, I don't want any more chaos. So just a heads up, if you want to stay up. And hang out with me. I really want you to. But you have to carry peace. I want a real peaceful environment now. So, but if you create chaos, you're going to go straight to bed. Okay, yeah. Dad. What, so what did dad say? So they repeated back. Okay. Two minutes later, I turn around. And my two oldest are wrestling and rolling and da-da-da. It's okay, boys. Get up. Come on. Okay. To your bed. Yep. And so the eight-year-old's crying his eyes out. I said, son, listen, I took him, I take him to bed, put him in, in his bed. Son, listen, you got to understand something. One thing you will always count on, I say what I mean, mm. and I mean what I say. And I'm not playing games. If I say something, I mean it. That's yeah. right. And I think that dumb leaders just say stuff. What? Do, what's? <laughs> yeah. Do you mean it? Mm-hmm. Right. 
if you mean it, there's accountability. Right. If you mean it, there's follow-up. If you mean it, that people will know they mean business. Right. And I think that's it's it's important not just to be a talker, but to be a doer. Yeah. Because otherwise, and I think this is something that I even struggle with is, you know, really thinking about my words before I say them, before I commit, before I, this is something that I've found in my life, in my past that I've been really working on. You can find you're leaving little trails, little spider webs, little behind you everywhere that you have to go back and then later follow up and be like, okay, what did I say here? What did I commit to? Did I say something to someone and that I didn't follow through that you end up having to do so much backtracking, mm. but it is, it is cumbersome and it is better to not make that mistake in the first place. But that's, that's a mistake that I've learned. From. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you learn. You learn, you learn going like, I don't want to live that way and having to follow up constantly and having to clean up my mess and whatnot. It's like, when I say something, I want it to hold weight in people's hearts and value. And I think the more that you are a doer, and when I say a doer, someone that really crosses the T's, dots the I's, you, you're, you know, you, I'm thinking about, hit me with Nick Saban real fast. Just kidding. You all may be taking the week off, but I'm not. You think that that guy says things he doesn't mean? Mm. <laughs> right. You're, you're waiting for every word. It's going to leave something behind. You yeah. think you know what I'm saying? So it's like when you execute, people know you're not playing around. Yep. Number three, prop themselves up as better than they really are. This is a this is a scary. Uh, this is the dumbest thing. And this is my fear of social media. Let's talk about social media for a second. I love social media. Everybody loves so it's 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 a form of entertainment. It, don't take it too serious. Don't take yourself too serious. Don't build your brand. By the way. Not, don't build don't build a brand nobody's trying to build a brand try and help people serve people love yeah. people let that be the inspire the, people the symptom yeah. yeah yeah but brand building right mm -hmm. we're not building a brand right i just heads up we're not building a brand right yeah i don't like leaders that are trying to build brands right i get in context what we're saying here but it's just like don't make that your because then the, the loyalty is going to be to the brand right and I think people can often confuse when people don't know what their purpose is, That's when right. they don't know what God's gifted them with, yes. what direction they can go to. The only that there's that pressure to create. And yep. when you don't know what mm. you're creating, you're yep. just going to create what you think people want out of you. Yep. And then it becomes brand loyalty and not purpose driven. That's right. It, because then I think what happens is people start working harder on the brand than themselves. Mm. Yep. And I just want to let you know, if you're good, people will find you. That's right. If you're good, they can't help themselves. They will find you. And you know what always makes me think this way about all these little, there's a little uh, taco stand down the street here. Mm. And you come by this place at about 8 p.m., 9 p.m. Homie, it's 47 Rockin'. Flipping degrees outside right now. And there's going to be 250 people in line mm -hmm. with their cash because it's cash only yep. to go get some tacos from a family that makes tacos. If you are good, they will find you. It's true. They'll find you anywhere. It's, it's the way I think about books. You know, um, years ago, Lisa Turker said, if you work hard for your reader, your reader will work hard for you. Love that. So it didn't say if you have good packaging and good marketing right. and good, then your book's going to sell. No, if I work hard, in other words, all of leadership is to serve others. Yep. So I don't, I think the dumbest thing you could do is get really obsessed with image management. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you're just obsessed with it. How's my image? How am I coming across? How am I being perceived? You care so much about the perception of others. 
that you stop allowing the proximity of others around you. Right. Because all, all you do is, is, is deal in clicks and, and likes and views. and No, that's not. It's about people at the end of the day. But I do not appreciate leaders that prop themselves up as better than they really are. Everyone that has presented themselves to be better, uh, to, like too good to be true, has turned out to be good, too good to be true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anybody I'm like, well, dude, they are so good. Dang, are they good. Yep. Wow, are they good. Oh, the outfit, the Riz. Oh, okay. So happy Good one. I saw it. <laughs> Came across my forehead. You know, the the pizzazz. Too good to be true. What's worse to you if there's a lot of good show up front, like a lot of like a lot of that stuff that you're saying, the pomp and whatever. Pageantry. Pageantry or like kind of an initial an initial crash and burn. What's worse? What do you mean initial crash and burn? Yeah. Like if someone comes into a space and kind of flops instead of it's like the opposite. Like instead of showing off a lot, kind of takes an L. From right from the jump. Mm-hmm. I I mean I don't know. I that's a that's a difficult. I haven't really. I can't think of a lot of examples of what you're saying. What I'm saying is I think that it's it's really talk about dumb leaders. It's really dumb for you to think that who you are is not enough. Mm. Yeah. I always, I follow, I have a friend on, on X, you know, and he uses oh, threads. Right. He, uses, right. he uses threads now. Yeah. And, um, you know, he'll say things like, I was at so-and-so's house for a photo shoot event. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I started this thing, this agency, and I got my, you know, first person. And then you, you kind of dive in and you go, hey, we were just talking about this and, you weren't there f- at that person's house for that. You were there because you were cleaning stuff up, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. And it's, it, it's, it, there's something about wanting to, wanting other people to see you as bigger than you are. That's it. And it, it just sets you up for the biggest failure because eventually you're going to meet the people that you want to impress and they won't be impressed. That's right. I, I, I was thinking about this this morning. I am so impressed with person, not performance. Yeah. I, I just, I can't believe what a great person they are. Like, you know, people, people get around some of the biggest stars in the world and, and what will really make people say, wow, is not a movie they did or a song they wrote or some performance that they were in as much as the, the kindness, yeah. the respect, the humility, you know, the authenticity. When you're thinking about the right stuff, you're not worried about your image. Yeah. You're just not. Isn't it like customer service too? Um, you know, if if you get the order wrong and you apologize and you replace it and here's a coupon for the next one, you just got a customer for life. For life. If yeah. you mess it up and you go, oh, that's your fault. You ordered it wrong. <laughs> you just lost a customer. Yeah. It, but it's like that's what what people do with their with their image management. That's right. You know, it's like I want I want someone to meet me and go like I I, I didn't realize. Yeah. You never talk about this stuff. Right. You, you do that or you know whatever it is. That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. And I love that. You know, just you no, know, don't you don't gotta tell them. Yeah, I love what Jesus all through the Gospels. He'd do this crazy stuff. He'd please. be like, hey, hey please, you just do don't me a tell one him. favor. The don't only thing I ask. Anyone. No, you don't got a Velmo me. Just the one thing I ask. Just please don't tell nobody. Yeah. Because he didn't need it. And, and what I think, happened? I, th- I, think yeah. I think that's what's crazy. Exactly. And I think that's what's crazy is like, we believe this lie that we got to present ourselves better than we mm-hmm. are. Don't believe it. Four, they take risks without listening to wise counsel. Mm. And I put listening, all caps here in my notes. 
they take risks without listening because, you know, listening, it's so tricky to me because I think a lot of leaders, they only hear what they want to hear. Mm. So people are help, trying to help them and they're not hearing it. And then one person is like, no, 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 no. And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm right. listening to, what am I listening to? Me. Mm. Yep. What I want but, to hear. But wise counsel will say, you know, I, I got to challenge that. I don't, I, respectfully, maybe not. You know, I think you got to find some really smart people around you that refuse to tell you what you want to really hear. Good. They need, they, they, they need to be in your life because they're actually honest. And I, there's a whole balance here. By the way, I don't appreciate anybody that gives counsel out of um, a disdain or angst or, or, or yeah. out of their own hurt and pain. We, you know, we honor people, and it's an honor to be a voice. It's an on- I don't ever take it lightly when someone, a, a, a pastor or a friend reaches out and says, hey, can I, can I run something by you? i got to make a decision about my business. Yeah. You know, recently a guy you know, in our church is getting ready to sell his, his company. He's going to make a ton of money. And, you know, this is what I'm thinking. And this is how I feel. And, well, but there's, there's also this. And when somebody like this asks me for my advice, man, I'm trying to bring my best to the table. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, because I know this is a smart person that's listening to wise counsel. Yeah. Don't, the dumbest leaders do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the, the, cut all the nonsense. The dumbest leaders just do what they want to yeah. do. The smartest leaders. I mean, we, again, we're talking about the contrast between wisdom and foolishness. The fool is right in his own eyes. The fool, uh, it says don't even correct him. Yeah. Because you're going to become the fool. The fool is, you just ask him how smart he is. He'd tell you all day long. The wise person seeks understanding, seeks insight, seeks counsel. Because they know where there are many counselors, plans will not fail. But where there are no counselors... We're not going to make it. Mm. So don't be marked as dumb. Open your ears. It's cliche, right? God gave you two ears and one mouth. But leadership is this thing, man. You get around a lot, a lot of leaders, they just start talking. Mm. Yep. And it's like, you love the sound of your own voice. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. yeah. I, it's 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 a it's a trick, isn't it? Like I already know you're going to talk, so yeah. Uh, this is going to be really easy for make you <laughs> to, to convince you that we're in a great relationship. Yeah, so I know you're going to talk about. It. I think you said something that was really interesting. You, you're talking about a, a multitude of wise counselors, and I think for the longest time, people were not looking for wise counselors. They want to find a mentor. That's right. Hmm. And I think that can get really weird really quick. Yeah, you got one person you're going to. My for, one person. Yeah. For. You know, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go to my orthodontist if I need, you know, advice from a mechanic. That's right. You know, but right. we we tend to do some stuff like that with people in life, and it, it, it just creates a weird. I don't know if you've seen it's just a weird dynamic. You know, people putting up too much trust. It just yeah. feels like you're setting yourself up for hurt. Or, That's right. Or mm-hmm. yeah, bitterness or I don't know. Yeah, and I think that you know I always like the model of Jesus, of course, right. He has the one, he has the three, he has 12, he has 70. You know, I think that's kind of how your life needs to grow. You yeah. know, have three around you. Yeah. You know, have, you know, a 12 community, have 70, have, you know, so on and so forth. But I, I think that it's a really scary place for me, leader, if you if you got one person. 
Yeah. yeah right. it, it, it speaks to, to me like the shallowness of your life. Mm-hmm. It's, that's very mm. small. That's small thinking. Right. Mm. That's small because I, I, I love that person you got. What? Come on. They're awesome. Yeah. They're great. No one's talking about them, actually. That one person is not the problem unless they are manipulating you and controlling you that you can't go talk to anybody yes. else. Mm-hmm. Then we got a problem. Yeah. Right. Wow. Because if, yeah, if, if, if they're saying, I, I, get, I get to speak into your life, what they're saying is, I want to control you. Yeah. Look, I know you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I that's know right. you better than you. No, no, right. that's, that's, that's a bunch of bull crap. Don't, yeah. don't believe that for a second. They, they, I've never said bull crap on Leadership Lean. It felt so good. You have from the stage, though. Yeah, and Julia about <laughs> tackled me. <laughs> but but th- th- don't believe it because they're looking for their best interest. Yeah. Th- th- what I call that is the need to be needed. Hmm. Look out for it. Yeah. So stay away mm-hmm. because they're not even speaking into your life to help you. They are itching something in them that needs to have a voice and an influence and power and control. Get out of here. Get out of here. So get some counselors. Here's the next one. Number five, do what others are doing because it's working for them. This is the copycat syndrome. Uh, The dumbest leaders I know are just doing what everybody else does because it's working for them. So we got to go do it. So that place did it. We got to do it. They go do that. We got to do it. They so, so all that I do is I don't ever do anything unique and fresh and mm. purposeful in my life because all that I'm doing is copying others. Right. Now, I love best practices and I'm looking for best practices and I want to understand what's working. And I w- but at the end of the day, I am me. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, I'm in my context. Yeah. And so I got to crack my culture code. I got to figure out my personality. I got to figure out my city and the culture of my area. And I, and if I have my eyes on you, I can't figure out me. Yep. So the dumbest leaders to me are just going copy and paste, copy and paste, mm. copy and paste, copy and paste. Well, they did it. They did it this way. Yep. They did it this way. And I got to be careful not to just be a mimic, an echo. And I, I, I think this is about communicators. And I love communicators, great communicators. Gosh, do I love listening to somebody that's good at talking. Man, when somebody has the gift, yeah, that's why I like even uh, Pat McAfee or, 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 or Dave Portnoy. Some, some of these internet personalities, like, they're just good at talking. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. great. The My comedians, God. all the comedians. Yeah, right. you just Andrew Schultz, you're good at talking. Yeah, that's right. So many people. Yep. The, my dad used to call it the gift of gab. They could yep. just talk. Yep. Um, as a communicator, you are an echo before you're a megaphone. So you sound like a bunch of people. That's fine that you're right. using their bits yeah. and their personality and their runs and, and, and their takes. You know, in the sports commentary world, they get <laughs> upset because so-and-so goes on at 6 a.m. They got all these takes, and then the afternoon cr- crew, they're stealing those takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So I'm okay if you even steal other people's takes. That's fine. But at the end of the day, Come on, man. Don't be them. Be you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was having a conversation with um, some of our guys on the team. And they're like, how do we make original original music? And I was like, I love that. You know, why do we want to make original music? We just don't want to sound like anyone. I'm like, well, <laughs> if, if that's the goal, you're never going to make good music. But if you want to try to sound like us, we'll make great stuff. That's right. Because the yeah. goal isn't being original. It's being you. Right. And sometimes if someone else, you know, if you steal something and it works for you because you're stealing it because, you know, like we've talked about this, you have this book that you use with your students, steal like an artist, 
if you can copy something that works for you, that's great. But if you're doing it for the sake of I'm doing it because we should be doing what everyone else is doing, then that's not a good value. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I don't like starting from the Genesis. I don't want to be like everybody else. Yeah. That's not even on my radar, to be honest. Uh, my eyes are, are not on others. If you don't want to be like everyone else, the problem is you're always going to be looking at everyone else to not be like them. That's right. That's exactly <laughs> it's like it. That's it. Reverse comparison. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Number six, repeat secrets to others. Mm. My God. Here's a great proverb. Even a whisperer separates the closest of friends. The fastest way to lose your influence is to be out in the streets sharing other people's private information. This is a big one. Wisdom says, shut your mouth. The fool says, the fool can't, can't help you just keep talking. He's like, you put a quarter in them, they just keep talking. And what are they talking about? Them and those guys and this and that and you hear and that and well, you know, and that just gone. And so, you know, let me just ask you real fast. You want people to tell you secrets? Because if you're not a vault, they won't. Mm -hmm. They can't trust you. And so... I get concerned about the one that's like, I want to be trusted and respected. But you don't have the character for anybody to trust and respect you. Mm -hmm. You have to show people that you're trustworthy for them to trust you. They don't trust a title or a position or a platform. They trust a person. Yeah. And so don't get stuck on stupid. Mm. Don't be a foolish leader. Stop doing dumb things. And the dumbest thing you could do is expect people to respect you while you are a gossip. Mm -hmm. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. Anything to say here? Uh, the, I just saw an article. Like the oldest African, uh, African-American man in the world, he's 100-something. They said an article. He just broke the record. And they said, how do you how do you live so long? And he goes, I just stayed out of other people's business. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I don't want to know. I don't want to yeah. be about it. I don't want to know. <laughs> Good. I don't want to know. Did you hear? Nope. And I don't no. want to hear. Yeah. Thank you. Good. Way like, good. Actually, I just... I'm way good. Some people live for it. Can't live without it. I, I want no part. Last one. Number seven, they wait until it's too late to make a change. Hmm. The dumbest thing I have seen is believing that what got me here is going to get me there. Hmm. And so you, I, I, I rode the wave all the way in and it got me, you know, this amazing thrill. And um, I'm sorry, buddy, but you got you to paddle back out. Hmm. And you got to wait on that board it's again. Really and Because what got you here is not going to get you there. And most people wait until it's too late. And now they're in, they're, it, you know, the sky's falling and the, the damage is all around them. And it's too, but it's too late. Right. What's the song? It's too late to apologize. It's too late. Great reference. Remember? Yeah, yeah it's great. One, one Republic, yeah. yeah one Republic. I That's love right. Them. That was it. Oh gosh, I loved it. One Republic. Uh two thousand and eight. Uh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Great, great, great sound. 
like a like a like a um a graduated sound um uh, past um um gosh what was the name of the band that reminds me of one republic um can you take me higher uh is that creed yeah creed yeah creed uh <laughs> one republic was like above creed wow they, they were like a, a creed 2.0 like they improved wow do you agree with this? Is that what you're saying? Wow. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, it's because you're being dumb. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think that it's really important that for you, wherever you're leading, um, to make changes. Yeah. To get ahead of it. To get in front of it. Um, I think this is where um, great leaders see more and they see more before. I love that. Great leaders see more. They, there's more in store. There's more in our future. There's more ahead. There's so much more we can be doing. There's more. And they see more before anybody else. And so they're willing to make change. Why? Because they can see it. Mm-hmm. And so let's go into this next uh, couple weeks. Let's go on this break seeing the more before. I love that. Let's get some vision. Get some, And then, and then we make changes based upon what we, where we're at. No, no. We are not making changes based on where we are. We're making the changes based on where we're going it's good. because we're going somewhere. Why, why do I know we're going somewhere? Cause I can see it. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I can see it as clear as day. We're going to have that. We're going to go there. We're going to do this. And that's why you're a leader, by the way, cause you can see the first sign that you're a leader is you see differently than everybody mm-hmm. else. And so, so you see it and you see it before anybody else. So don't be marked as the dumb leader. Be marked as the wise leader. We've had a great year. 2023. The best, worst year of our lives. It was the best year ever. It was the worst year ever. And we're taking with us all the things we had to learn and go through and get better from and overcome. And we're coming into a new year full of faith and hope and life and vision and ready to be all that God's called us to be. I'm, I'm stoked out of my mind. Yeah. It's going to be great. We love you. We we love you, leaners. We love you. We'll see you next year.